Lift your hands and just concentrate.
I need some people to pray in the Holy Ghost this morning. I need some people to pray in the Holy Ghost this morning. I need some people to pray in the Holy Ghost this morning. The Bible said, out of them shall flow the rivers of the living water. Out of them shall flow the rivers of the living water. Out of them shall flow the rivers of the living water. Rekete <laughs> them this morning every arrow of weakness spiritual weakness physical weakness let your fire destroy them this morning can somebody pray that prayer in the name of Jesus Christ let every arrow of weakness catch fire let every arrow of weakness catch fire spiritual weakness physical weakness weaknesses in my body weaknesses spiritually in the name of Jesus let your fire consume them. Let your fire consume them. Let your fire consume them. Let the fire of the Holy Ghost. Let the fire of the Holy Ghost burn them this morning. Let it burn them this morning. Let it burn them this morning. Let it burn them. I can't hear you pray. I can't hear you pray. Let the fire of Holy Ghost burn them. Burn them. Burn them. Burn them. Burn them. Let the fire of Holy Ghost burn them this morning. Let the fire of Holy Ghost burn them. Let them be burned by fire. 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 Holy Ghost 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 fire. In the name of Jesus Christ. Every weakness, weaknesses in the body, weaknesses of soul, weaknesses in the body, weaknesses spiritually. Let the fire of Holy Ghost consume them now. In the name of Jesus. Let the fire of God consume them. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we pray. King of glory, we exhort you. God of Adeboye, we bless you. Our maker, our defender, our fighter, our Lord, our God, the most powerful, most excellent. We lift your name on high. We exhort you for your presence. We bless you for today. 
Glory be to your name in the name of Jesus. Everyone here this morning, my Lord, my God, I ask that your power will destroy every weaknesses in the body in the name of Jesus. You move around and you get tired easily. You climb the stair and you're, I mean, you keep breathing fast. I decree and I declare this morning, let the fire of Holy Ghost consume that weaknesses now in the name of Jesus. Every souls that are downcasted, every spirit that are weak this morning, I command, let the fire of God charge you up in the name of Jesus. On the journey to recovery, you will not get tired. My Lord, my God, I pray that you will speak your word to us this morning. Let the revelation in your word give us deliverance. Let your Holy Spirit speak expressly unto us in the name of Jesus. That at the end of today's service, we will return home blessed in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Almighty Father. In Jesus' name, we pray. Let's say better amen. amen. Shall we please be seated? Praise the name of Jesus. Let's celebrate our maker. Let's please put our hands together for Jesus. Praise the Lord. I want to appreciate God for the life of our father, Daddy Dele Jayoba, for giving us the privilege to be blessings unto others. We pray that the grace of God in his life will continue to increase in Jesus' mighty name. And I want to appreciate God in the life of all my fathers in the house and all my mothers in the house. I pray that your glory will not diminish in Jesus' mighty name. Now, the theme for the season is recovery and restoration. Tell your neighbor, recovery and restoration. I take my reading from Joel chapter 2, 23 to 27. Joel chapter 2 that was read to us. I take only verse 27. The Bible said, And ye shall know that I am in the midst of Israel, and I am the Lord your God, and none else, and my people shall never be ashamed. May you not be ashamed in Jesus' mighty name. Part of the reason why you need to recover is for God to prove that he is God. The word we live in needs demonstration of the glory of God. Now, some enemies need to see the power of God at work in your life. Some competitors need to see the glory of God at work in your life. God promised us recovery to show to the world that he's God. He promised us recovery to prove that we are indeed his own. Now, for the past three weeks, we've been discussing recovery and restoration. Now, but I want to add my own thought this morning, and I title this little exhortation, The Journey to Recovery. The Journey to Recovery. Now, recovery is a journey. Is a journey that you can't go through it by your own power. Now, recovery means something is already lost. And when that thing is not found, life is miserable. When it is not restored, life becomes hard. Restoration is from two words, re and store. Now, store simply means store is already empty. Now, re means to do it again. Re means to repeat it. And so, when your store is empty, restoration means your, your store will be full again. And so, I pray for every soul this morning who are empty of God's mercy and goodness. You will be restored in the name of Jesus Christ. In the literal setting, when your car has a, I mean, maybe you had a little accident. When they want to restore it, they will tell you that 
they, they want to bring it back to the original state. But when it is about God, it is not about bringing it to its original state. It is about bringing it to a state of an improved, better, increased, and multiplied state. Now, the way I look at recovery is this. Two people are on a journey. They are to cover a distance, let's say, from this speaker to this other speaker. And the time set is 10 days to move from A to B. Now, when the two of them started the journey, one of them was moving. And on the second day, the second person came across roadblock and he was there for five days. Don't forget, they have 10 days to finish that journey. One kept moving. The other came across roadblocks and he was delayed for five days. On the sixth day, now we all know that the remaining five days will be impossible for him to get to point B because the time set is actually 10 days. Now, but when you have an invincible hand that came to remove the roadblock, if the second person starts to move, that is not recovery. That is progress. But after that, that hand has removed the roadblock, came upon that person and lift him up and he took him to the destination. That is recovery. And so, if you have been married for 10 good years and there is no issue, 10 good years it is expected that you should have 3 kids minimum for good 10 years. But you had none. If after 10 years, God opened door and gave you one, you have not enjoyed recovery. You only have breakthrough. But when God opened door and gave you four, that is recovery. Because recovery has to do with time. And the biggest thing that a man can lose is actually the time. Praise the name of Jesus Christ. I, I, I pray for someone here today. Now, I, I don't know the state you are, but this year, the word of God has gone forth that this year is, we are going to recover. And I pray for you that the hand of God will come upon you and you will be restored in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Bible told us that we have been blessed with so many blessings. In the place we read, Jewel chapter 2, God promised us recovery. Why? Because some things have been stolen. John 10, 10 told us that the devil came to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Now, and God has blessed us with everything that pertains to life and godliness. When Israelites were to be restored, they were not just restored, they were restored to an improved better, increased, and multiplied state. In Exodus chapter 12 verse 35, by the time they were going out, they received the favor of God. All the benefit that they've been working for came to them just in a day. And that came to my mind that come, that means there are some benefits that the devil have deprived your forefathers in which when God restore you, those things that they were deprived of can also be added to your life. That will be the experience of someone this year. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. The Bible told us in the book of Proverbs chapter 6 verse 30 to 31 that when someone steal, he's not despised. After he's caught, 
he need to pay back sevenfold. He said, people do not despise a thief. If he steals to satisfy himself, when he's starving, yet when he's found, he must not restore, he must restore sevenfold. He may have, he may have to give up all the substance of his house. Now, Genesis 1.28 said, God blessed them. The blessing of God came upon them. But the thief came and stole it. And after the thief stole it, the right thing to do is to make the thief to pay back sevenfold. And that was why our father in the Lord spoke to us last week that you are going to be compensated. And that's why I declare to your life this morning that the recovery you are going to have this year will be in sevenfold. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Now, I told us that recovery is a journey. But we need to first look at what are those things that are very important to us. That when stolen and we do not recover, we may not end well. Now, the biggest thing that a man can lose in life is to lose God. The biggest thing that you can lose in life is to lose God. The second thing that you can lose in life is to lose time. Bible told us, he said, teach them to number what? Their days. That we may apply our heart unto wisdom. Which shows that time is very important. When you lose time, you may not be able to regain it. Because time is life. Time is destiny. And there are other categories of losses. Now, losses can be categorized into two. Physical and also spiritual. Now, the physical one might be money, business, even husband, and so on. But the unseen one are actually the most important. For example, if you lose your purpose, no one can see purpose. But when you lose it, your life becomes meaningless. You can lose your health. When there is no health, struggle enter. Every struggle in your life ends today. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. You can lose relevance. You can lose relevance. You can lose peace. You can lose vision. And so on and so forth. Now, let me quickly take a little time to look at what David lost. In the book of 1 Samuel chapter 30. If you read from verse 1 downward, Bible told us that the first thing that David lost was he lost the children. Now, children represent joy. They represent future. They represent reward. Psalm 127 verse 3. Psalm 127 verse 3. said the fruit of the womb is its reward. And so, when you are talking about children now, to interpret it, it means many things. Future, children, joy. And in case we have some people in this house, you have lost your joy, you have lost your future, or you have lost a reward. Or you even work for a particular organization and you lose your reward. I pray this year you will get it back. I can't hear your amen. I said this year you will get it back. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. The second thing that David lost was his wives. What does a wife signify? Wives signify fruitfulness and also favor. Wives signify fruitfulness and favor. Proverbs chapter 18 verse 22. He that findeth. He that findeth what? A wife. Has found what? 
a good thing and obtain and so when you lose a wife indirectly you have lost favor every one of you that you have lost favor you will regain in the name of jesus christ now what else does he does i mean did david lose he lost relevance david lost relevance what type of a king are you when you have no domain what kind of a king are you when you have no city to govern now there are some people that they have told you you are no longer needed there are some people that they told you they said you do not matter there are some people they told you that you are worthless but this year those same tongue we come back and beg you in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, 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 every king needs his domain. David lost his domain. Now, David also lost the trust of his people. If you read that scripture, you can read it when you get home. Bible told us that the 600 men, they wanted to stone him. We need to know that people respond differently to different situations. But when they don't respond correctly, they destroy the opportunity of recovery. Look at it. They lost. The enemy Alamalekai came, gathered what they had, their children, their inheritances, they were all gone. And their response was anger. And the Bible said they wanted to stone David. Now, they could not remember that it was this David that had led them through many other wars, many other battles. And they were able to conquer. Glory be to God because they didn't stone him. If they had stoned him, that would have marked the end of that generation. Because there will not have been any opportunity for recovery. And so, when he lost the trust of his people, the only thing he could do is to ensure that he did not lose his God. Now, no matter what you face, we need to know that the system of the world is disadvantaged. The system of the world is disadvantaged. We have an advantage system that has been introduced into our own life. And that is what guarantees recovery. The system of the world is disadvantaged. But we have another system that is introduced into our own system that brings an advantage. And that system, when you lose it, your recovery is not guaranteed. Tell your neighbor, don't lose God. I can hear you say very well, say don't lose God. What is the journey? That David took. What is the journey that we all need to take for our recovery? The first thing that we need to do is to be thoughtful. Tell your neighbor, be thoughtful. I can hear you say, be thoughtful. To be thoughtful means to do an examination, to do a self-appraisal, to take a stock. The prodigal son in the book of Luke chapter 15 verse 17. The Bible said until he came back to his senses. He came back to his senses. Luke chapter 15 verse 17. And he said, ah, how many hired servants are in the house of my father? I am here eating with pigs. He was thoughtful. To be thoughtful means to be still. Stillness carries power until you are still a bit before you know. Now, Isaiah chapter 30 verse 15. 
If you read verse 15b, it said, in quietness and in confidence. Psalm 46 verse 10 says, be still and know that I am God. Be still. Now, until you are still before you remember that I have a God. So, the journey to recovery starts with stillness. You need to be still. If you are not still, you will respond negatively. Somebody bash your car. If you are not still, you will respond with anger and you will end up fighting the person. And who knows, maybe that person is the one that you are going to meet at your interview. Praise the name of Jesus Christ. And so, we all need to be still first. I love the way Message Bible put it. It says, step out of traffic. Step out of traffic. Step out of all the distractions. Be still and know. When you are still, then that is the first step. Praise the name of Jesus Christ. Now, the second step you need to take, because of my time, is brokenness. Tell your neighbor, brokenness. Now, now we need to be broken. We need to be broken. Now, to be broken is to take the responsibility for your life. There was a, a case of woman, a woman who was moving from one house to another because of the, the sickness of his son. The son has the spirit of, I mean, of epilepsy. And so, in the vicinity this woman was living, it is believed that when the attack hit the boy, and it happens in your presence, and you are there till the boy is resuscitated, it is believed that you will naturally contact epilepsy. And so, every time the attack comes on this boy, they will send the woman out of her accommodation. She kept moving from one place to another, one place to another, until a day she realized that she can't do it by herself. David kept sinning until he was broken. Psalm chapter 51. He said, I mean, I take responsibility for all my sins. It is only you I have sinned against. Wash me with this up, leave, make me white as snow. Now, now, he was broken. Now, let me read Isaiah chapter 30, verse 15 for us. Isaiah chapter 30, verse 15. A message translation. The scripture says, God, the master, the holy of Israel, has this solemn counsel. It says, your salvation requires you to turn back to me. And stop your silly effort to save yourself. Isaiah 30, 15. Turn to me. Stop your silly effort to save yourself. Your strength will come from settling down. In complete dependence on me. The very thing you've been unwilling to do. Brokenness. Brokenness is to shatter your pride. It is to shatter your pride. King Nebuchadnezzar in Daniel chapter 4 verse 32 did not start the journey of recovery until he realized that it is God that ruled in the affairs of man. He said, immediately he realized that it is God. Then his senses came back and his restoration came back. Maybe what you are going through is because God wants you to know that he's the almighty. Maybe the challenges you are facing, maybe God wants you to be broken. You have been doing your calculation by yourself. You have been taking your own step in your own way and you keep failing. Last year went, two years ago, the same is the story. You need to be broken and come to a realization 
that it is God that can do it. That's why I said initially that you must not lose God. Now, in this house, this morning, some people have lost their God. They are just in this house. Some have lost salvation. They are still here and they don't know. Some still believe they are ministers of God. I need to preach to someone this morning. Now, some believe they are still doing the will of God. I mean, why they are doing their own will. You use your senses to calculate your way out. You think that is God's style. Now you are delayed. God is telling you, be broken. Surrender. Until you come to the realization that it is God that can restore you. You will keep moving backward. That will not be your portion in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Your own restoration might be spiritual. Now, you used to pray for 10 hours before, for 5 hours before. But devil used the pandemic to reduce your prayer life and you don't know you need restoration. Some people are here when you sing, power falls and people are delivered. But the enemy cajole you by using COVID-19. To steal your assignment. And you are not still to know that you have lost something. When you lose your purpose, that is the best restoration that you can get in life. Your purpose, your assignment, your time. Ask a dying man, what does he need? We were on an evangelism with one of our pastors one day. And he said, Shola, all these things, they are not important to me. The only thing I want to do is, I want to share trust. I want to preach. I have limited time. A dying man does not need money. A dying man does not need cars. A dying man does not need children. The only thing he needs is time. Isaiah 38. God told Isaiah, go and tell Ezekiel. He's about to die. The only thing he needs most is time. And time is running out. What have you lost? Have you lost your purpose? Have you lost your time? Have you lost the assignment? And you think you are still doing well. The example I gave the other time. To move from point A to point B. The full restoration. Outside time is for you to fly. Because when time is against you to finish, the only thing you can do is to fly. The power of God will restore somebody this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Now, number three is knowledge. Knowledge. Life will respond to whatever it meets inside of you. The knowledge of God guarantees recovery. For my people perish for lack of what? Lack of knowledge. Demystification and revelation of secrets is knowledge. And knowledge is what brings restoration. Knowledge is life. You can't recover beyond the knowledge that you possess, spiritually or physically. Spiritually, you can be restored beyond the knowledge of God that you carry. When you seek God greater, you are restored better. Physically, when you seek the right knowledge, you receive restoration. And the people that do know they are God shall be strong. That do know it is knowledge. So, you need the knowledge of God. David sought the counsel of God. He said, bring me a foot. He wanted to know. And by the time they brought it, what happened? God told him, pursue. Now, if you lack that knowledge, 
you will still fail. If you lack that knowledge, you will shake. You remember Elisha and that boy. When they were surrounded with, you know, army, the boy shouted, my master, alas, what shall we do? Elisha said, don't worry. Those that are with us are more than those that are with them. He was not afraid. He was not shaking. Why? He knew something that the boy did not know. Knowledge of God is the best thing that you can do to yourself. And the last I want to talk about is having been still and thoughtful. Having seek the knowledge and you are broken. You know the scripture told us in the book of Psalm chapter 51. It says the sacrifice of God is a broken heart and a contrite spirit. He said, God will not despise. Broken heart and a contrite spirit. God will not despise. So when God realizes that you are broken, then your restoration starts. When God realized that Nebuchadnezzar was broken, then he restored him. Now, you are already broken. You have been still. You know God. What else do you do? You wage war. After your neighbor, wage war. When God told David, pursue, you will recover. You wage war against the enemy. Now, our own war is not by javelin or by spear. The spear that we use is the word of God because it is used for close combat. The javelin that we use is the prayer because we throw it into the future. That is our own war. And that's why you are going to be praying this morning. Now, I don't know what you have lost. If it is spiritual or it is physical. But what I know is whatever you have lost, there is a God that can still bring it back. What if you have lost time? Daniel said in Daniel chapter 2, he controlled times and season. Ecclesiastes said, my time in his hand and so he can restore time and so I pray for every elder in the house this morning you think you need time God will restore time to you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ or maybe what you need is strength your strength has diminished I pray for you that your strength will be restored in the name of Jesus Christ now what you need to do after the knowledge is to wage war how do you wage war you use, the, you use the word of God. The word of God told us. It says, God has blessed us with so many blessings that pertain to life and godliness. And so, you are to wage war. As you wage war this morning, you will recover in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Please, let's be on our feet. The Bible said in the book of Malachi chapter 16. Malachi chapter 2 verse 16. said, God hates divers. And there are so many families that the devil is trying to scatter. We're going to be praying some prayers within five minutes. You are going to lift your hand up and you are going to wage war against those hands. That the hand that are troubling families, this money will catch fire and there will be restoration. Because God said, I hate divorce. He doesn't want separation. But what the devil wants is for, 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 for troubles in family. So you are going to join me to pray. Lift your right hand up and pray this prayer. Say, oh Lord my father, by your power, we command this money. Every demonic hand that are troubling our families. In the name of Jesus, let them be destroyed by fire. Can you pray that prayer in the name of Jesus Christ? We agree in faith this morning that every hand that is troubling families, in the name of Jesus, let them catch fire in the name of Jesus Christ.
Let them catch fire. Let them catch fire. Pray it for your family. That every hand that is trying to destroy and destroy my relationship, destroy my home, destroy my life, destroy my family, in the name of Jesus, let them catch fire. I can hear you pray. Let them catch fire in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we pray. Exodus chapter 23 verse 20. The Bible said, they are shy nothing cast they are young. You are going to decree and declare. Say, oh Lord my father. Every miscarriages that we are experiencing or that we have experienced in the name of Jesus, let them cease from today. In the name of Jesus Christ. Can you pray that prayer in the name of Jesus Christ? That whatever miscarriages, miscarriage of the fruit of the womb, miscarriage of idea, abortion of testimonies, abortion of breakthrough, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, let them cease today. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, let them cease today. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Now, the Bible said in Isaiah 54, 17, that no weapon formed against you. Said every tongue that rises against thee in judgment shall be condemned. You are going to decree and say, Father, every tongue walking against me, walking against my recovery, walking against my restoration, let them be destroyed by fire. In high places, let them be destroyed. In my home, let them be destroyed. At work, let them be destroyed. In my business, let them be destroyed. In the name of Jesus Christ, I release the tongue of fire upon them this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Now, all eyes closed, heads bow. The best recovery you can have is to be reconciled back to God. It is God that can restore you. Doing it alone is not enough. What if what you are experiencing is the hand of God? Who will restore you? Now, in case you know that you are lost and you need to be restored back to God. Now, you, you used to be firebrand before. You used to witness to soul before. When you pray, God do manifest before, but you lost it. All eyes closed. I want you to wave your hand this morning. Now, some people need to be broken. When you are broken, your spiritual recovery begins. And so, you know that you are actually responsible and you are lost. The delay you are facing, you know you are responsible. I want to pray with you this morning. Please wave your hand. Wave your hands to Jesus. One, two. Let's wave our hands to Jesus. Now, I want you to pray after me. Close your eyes. Pray after me this morning. In your heart, say, oh Lord, my father, I am sorry. I'm broken this morning. I know I am responsible. I take responsibility for my misbehavior. I ask this morning that you will restore me back to my first love. Restore me, Jesus. I give my life to you again in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. My Lord, my God, I ask this morning, you said you will restore people in this house this morning. I therefore ask that according to your word, let the restoration start now. Spiritual restoration, let it start now. Physical restoration, let it start now. In the mighty name of Jesus. I pray for everyone saying amen this morning. Who are still in Christendom. Who still believe in Jesus Christ. But they have been deprived with one benefit or the other. In the name that is above every other name. I destroy your accusers in the name of Jesus Christ. I decree and I declare this morning. That the hand of God will come upon you. And lift you better, improved and greatly in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Every lost strength, let them be restored. Every lost strength, let them be restored. Every lost strength, let them be restored. Every lost health, let them be restored. Every lost health, let them be restored. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. This year, you will serve God better. This year, your fire is restored. 
as you seek God, you will find God. And he will restore you in every area. Glory be to the name of the Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Now, if you pray the prayer of restoration that I led the other time, those people that wave their hands to Jesus, please wave it again. Let's wave those hands again. Let's please come out. Let's please come out. Let's please come out. Let's celebrate them as they come forth. Please. Let's see you in the front. You can come. You can come, my brother. You can come. Let them come forth. Let them come forth. Yes, let them come forth. Please come forward. Don't be ashamed. Be proud. You can come. You can come. You can come. You can come. Do we have any other person? I thought I saw another person at the back. Praise the name of Jesus Christ. Now, I, I pray for you this morning. Now, you are broken. You know, there are still some people, they are still like this. You know what the book of Revelation told us? <laughs> to those seven churches, that you have left your first law. Jesus is actually their first law. And so, what they were experiencing was as a result of the anger of God. But because you came out, that anger ceased this morning. Now, the mercy of God will be shown unto you in the mighty name of Jesus. This year, I pray for you, you will fly in Jesus' mighty name. I want to congratulate you because, because you are restored back to God. God is now your defender. He will defend you this year. There is no attack that will come unto you. And so shall it be for you in Jesus' name. Congratulations. God bless you. You can go with my sister. You can go with them. Praise the Lord. Let's go with them. Praise the name of Jesus. Let's celebrate Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. Now, as we round up, let's please rise up on our feet and appreciate God for this morning. Let's appreciate God because he has restored us. Let's appreciate him. Give him the praise. Give him the glory. Now, after David fought and he conquered, what did he do? He praised God. He exalted God. Our pastor told us last week that you need to praise God. So go ahead and worship him. Exalt his name. Wave your hands in this place. Say thank you, Jesus, because I know I am restored. I know I am restored. And it will manifest. So shall it be for you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name.